guys and welcome to another exciting episode of the talking crack podcast mm. i'm your host the king of cracks i'm here with the lovely eileen bts how's it going eileen good how are you doctor i'm doing great <laughs> it's been an awesome day an awesome week to say thus far yeah. and i'm ready to kick off with another great episode definitely definitely awesome. so what's on your agenda today doc so before we get into most of our topics i just want to start off by Kind of paying our respects to the late, great Kobe Bryant. I yes. know he was inducted into the Hall of Fame this past weekend, mm -hmm. and it was an awesome thing to see. I want to give big praise to his wife, Vanessa Bryant. I mean, yes. she's a very strong woman. I don't think anyone can handle it, handle her situation with more grace mm -hmm. and more strength than she did. Mm -hmm. um, so big ups to them. And also congratulations to the rest of the Hall of Fame class. I know we had... A lot of Kobe's rivals like Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan <laughs> in there as well. So that was really awesome to see. So yeah. big ups to them. Congratulations to the Bryant family on their great accomplishment. Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't get a chance to catch it this weekend, yeah. um, but I did see a post that Vanessa made. Yeah. Um, something along the lines of it was also the night of um, Natalia's prom. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. She's so cute. She's such oh. a pretty young lady. She is. My she goodness. is. She, they're such a beautiful family. Yeah, they are. And then she was saying in the caption also that the same day that she had her prom, uh -huh. Kobe had a game. Yeah. And he didn't want her to go um, to her prom without without him. Uh -huh. So essentially he made her wait and and then they went to prom together. Uh -huh. But she was saying something along the lines of even even when in heaven, your dad is still making us wait for yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> that's, like, that's cool. That's I saw so she, beautiful. <laughs> I saw she posted a bunch of like prom photos and uh -huh. TikTok videos. So mm -hmm. that was really cool to see. That's so cute. Yeah, it was it was an awesome speech that Vanessa mm -hmm. gave. Mm -hmm. It was really cool to see Michael Jordan actually, mm -hmm. you know, presenting Kobe Bryant with the Hall of Fame yeah. um this year and it was it was really cool to see Michael Jordan have that type of affection towards uh, mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant. It's, it's not every day that we see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially at his funeral speech, that was incredible that to was see moving. Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan really shows zero emotion. The only time I really seen Michael Jordan show emotion other than Kobe's thing was when his dad passed away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for him to show that type of emotion towards Kobe really showed that their relationship was, was very close. Was something very special. So that was really Absolutely. cool to see. Yeah. I, I was very moved by Jordan's speech at the funeral and I was very moved by Vanessa's speech at the Hall of Fame ceremony. So congratulations again to them and God mm -hmm. bless the Bryant family and God bless them. All that Absolutely. they've been through. So so the great Elon Musk. I call <laughs> him the doge dropper. AKA the crypto <laughs> reaper, AKA <laughs> the uh, stock market manipulator oh, that he yeah. is has now announced that Tesla, and this was something he tweeted, mm -hmm. Tesla has suspended vehicle purchasing with Bitcoin. Have you heard about this? Uh, not too much. I did just hear that headline that you just dropped right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so basically Tesla and Elon are concerned about the rapid increase in fossil fuels for Bitcoin. I see. Okay. And 
mining transactions, especially like coal, mm-hmm. can emit, um, I guess, the emissions of fuel on the on the environment. Oh, the something. toxic emissions. Yeah, so I they're see. they're they're kind of worried about that now. Mm, so, what happened was it was just another Elon manipulation. Where guess mm-hmm. what happened to Bitcoin? It dropped. It dropped. It was another ploy. It was like almost a fifteen percent drop, like real close to Ooh. when he said that. So, hi, Elon, leave. You're you're so rich. Mm-hmm. Just leave the the dang stock market and cryptocurrency market alone, please. I know. I think I saw. I I was obviously scrolling through TikTok like I always do. Yeah. But this one man, poor man, was he he made a video and he was like, like Elon. An older guy, yeah, right? Yeah. He was like, <laughs> you have money. For like many lifetimes, please let the rest of us live a little. Stop hurting the people because yeah. it's affecting a lot of people. At the end of the day, these people are the ones that invest, you know, their personal money, their hard earned money. Yes. And obviously they don't have as much as Elon does, but yes. a lot of people do depend on the, this market. Yes. A lot of people make their careers out of this market. A lot of people, you know, put a lot of savings into this mm-hmm. market. I mean, I, I personally don't recommend putting your savings into it, yeah. but whatever you can play, people are very risky with it. Yeah. And, you know, and, and as simple as a tweet from him like that is devastating to people. This Hugely is some, devastating. This is some people's means of income. It, absolutely. Some people yeah. are full-time day traders mm-hmm. and this is really affecting mm-hmm. the stock. I mean, it's, it's incredible. I mean, I feel like we talk about this so much. Mm-hmm. We're a financial podcast i feel like we are (laughs) geez but it's really affecting people's lives in ways that he doesn't he can't even fathom no it's just because it's at the forefront of everything right now so many people like are that i know that i see online um and again as we talked about it last time like more and more people are starting to become uh to get into it yeah but it's it's something that I feel like he just thinks is like a game now. Yeah, yeah. He's really manipulating and he knows he has that power. So I'm not sure if he's getting high off of that or what. I, I, I honestly think it's like a game to him. Like, let yeah. me see what I could do now. Exactly. I mean, when I was, I remember when, if I was like 21 to 25, I was never thinking about the stock These market. These finances like Things this, are right? different. Yeah, Things I mean, are different. I mean, unless this is your career, you're not yeah. considering, like, this is something that you're just like, yeah. oh, when I'm older, I'll take care of this. I love to see the upcoming and younger generation mm-hmm. more involved in entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and investments and mm-hmm. creating small businesses. Mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I think yeah. things have shifted from school and education being the forefront of mm-hmm. what you need to do to be successful. Mm-hmm. That's no longer, yeah. you know, people's main objective and exactly. goal. People like Gary Vee preach this all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing for people to do, but we sometimes get so caught up in social media mm-hmm. and influence from big investors. Like people look up to Elon Musk and they mm-hmm. look up to Gary Vee. And if they give them advice, they're going to take it. People, yeah. And they're going to run it. with it. Mm-hmm. And when Elon announced that people are going to be able to buy a Tesla with a Bitcoin yeah. or buy a Tesla with Dogecoin, that tells people, okay. The stocks are going to rise. The mm-hmm. company is going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. And let's get on board and let's make this happen. And then now he reverses the process. And here we are back at square one. Exactly. People have lost lots of money. Thousands and possibly even millions of dollars exactly. on this. Exactly. Exactly. And the market's just being manipulated. And I think for old school traders, they're not too happy right now with what's going no. on. And no. I, I feel like it needs to... 
I, I think Elon needs to take it a little bit more serious yeah. and really think about what the consequences, the consequences of his actions. Again, because... we don't we don't know for sure if he's doing it on purpose or not, mm -hmm. but you know, he really needs to take, take yeah, take a second to just really think about the consider. tweets he's putting out. Yeah. Exactly. Because I feel like he's just honestly being a little reckless and a little frivolous with yes. it right now. Um, and as the man was saying in the video I was talking about earlier, he's really just not even thinking or considering yeah. the fact that, yeah. you know, certain people do have a lot invested into yes. this and this can, again, be devastating to their lives yeah. financially. Yeah. Speaking. And, and even though he mentions, you know, mining has a big mm -hmm. effect on the economy or not the economy, on the environment, I don't really... I'm new to crypto. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it takes to mine a Bitcoin. I don't know yeah. really the the process that goes into it too mm -hmm. much. Um, but it's it's really crazy to think the amount of influence he has. It really is crazy to think about. It is. It is. And yeah. the amount of power that one person can attain. Yeah. So Elon basically tweeted that Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin. So basically they have a big investment in Bitcoin mm -hmm. as a as a company. Mm-hmm. And they intend to use it for transactions as soon as mining transitions to more sustainable energy. Oh. So basically when they energy becomes more sustainable and less toxic to the environment, mm -hmm. then they'll consider using Bitcoin as a way, a form of purchasing a Tesla. I see. I see. So I guess they're working on ways to kind of incorporate it back. Mm -hmm. But for the time being, they are not... I mean, if you think about this on, on the flip side as yeah. well, this does have a positive impact on uh, on, on our resources here on Earth. Yeah, the environment. Because, and the environment, as you would say, this is something that, you know, we're all fighting for, which is mm -hmm. to improve the environment exactly. because of the amount of damage done to it. Exactly. So, yes, in a sense of... I, like I fall in the middle now mm -hmm. that I'm thinking about it. I yeah. fall in the middle. Yes, I support the environment and, mm -hmm. you know, doing better as humans we should be. Yeah. But then again, you know, the manipulation of the market mm -hmm. when a lot of people are invested mm -hmm. is really like something scary. But then again, you know, again, thinking back, taking time to consider this, um, it's at the end of the day, the market is a risk. Yes. It's a huge risk. You're and always you, taking and you, a risk. And you always put, and you you go in there knowing it's a risk. Yeah. That you may have the possibility of losing everything yeah. you put in. Yeah. So you shouldn't put in more than what you're willing to lose. It's gambling. Yeah, it's gambling. It is. If it you're is. not willing to lose it, don't mm -hmm. don't gamble it. Mm -hmm. That's very true. But what, what Elon is doing, he, he's he's leading the, the charge mm -hmm. in the Bitcoin capability mm -hmm. at this point, right? Mm -hmm. So if Tesla is now saying... They're not going to accept Bitcoin as a form of payment for their vehicles. Mm -hmm. How does that impact other companies like Amazon who are starting to accept, accept it. it or That's other true. companies that were going to start accepting it? So does it devalue Bitcoin right now because of the impact on the environment? Mm -hmm. So that that's what we have to now think about mm -hmm. is is me mining Bitcoin or investing in the stock in Bitcoin mm -hmm. or the cryptocurrency in Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Is that worth it now? Yeah, because it's not true. accepted yet. But so the, that, that's what we have to consider now. You know, now that you mentioned Amazon, I remember being in school and reading um, a book called The Four, mm -hmm. which was um, basically kind of like the four horsemen who are, which are the four major companies in this mm -hmm. in this world and country mm -hmm. um, that are essentially ruling and paving the way for everything. And it, again, was Amazon, Facebook, Google, and oh, I always forget the last one. I, I forgot what it was right now, but... Um, yeah, let's look it up. Yeah, it, the four... Um, 
It's a really good book. I really recommend everyone reads it. The Four Horsemen? Just the four book. There we go. Oh, and Apple. Yes, Apple. So in that, I I remember one of our projects was... um, you know, to think back and look at the trends of the current um, of the current times sure. and kind of predict what the next companies are going to be that mm-hmm. are going to be the four. Sure. Because at the end of the day, there's always a rotation. Things so are they're, they're saying rotate. that the, the four majors always are changing. Are, they're always changing. Sure. So in these four, Tesla, the next four that some of us predicted, mm-hmm. Tesla was obviously Tesla up was there. One, so. definitely. And sure. then I was like, wow, they may even have to be a second book on this four mm-hmm. because I don't know, aside from these four companies, I'm like, there is a huge, huge competition between all yeah, of these. Yeah, big yeah. time, big time. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, has Samsung ever been considered? Um, I don't think Samsung is at that level yet. Okay. Um, I would have to look back at my notes. Yeah. This was over a year it's ago. Crazy. I would love to read this book. I got yeah. I got to look into it. I have a That'll copy awesome. of it if you want I would love to discuss out. this on another episode another mm-hmm. episode for sure absolutely and i was i was even looking at um some article i was reading about apple mm-hmm. and them transitioning from using i think we were talking about this earlier the the letter i in the front of their up and coming prod products yeah. <laughs> so like before we had the iphone the imac mm-hmm. the ipod the ipad and now they're transitioning slowly into like apple podcast apple, apple watch watch I don't think that you think they would ever change the Apple phone. No, no, they would just. I don't think they'd name it Apple phone. No, I think it's too. It's just so ingrained into yeah, culture and society yeah. now as an iPhone. But what they're doing is they're rebranding. I've, they're re, not. They're slowly rebranding, but slowly. it's also bringing the word Apple into. Every time somebody mentions a product, they're mm-hmm. using the word Apple. Yes. Instead of I didn't have any really reference. It was obviously mm-hmm. you knew it was. Apple, but anyone has the right to use I in front of their. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty. Sh- I, I don't know if they can copyright the letter I. Can you? I mean, because essentially <laughs> we could be talking about this monitor and call it an I monitor. An I monitor. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're slowly getting into now rebranding to using the word Apple. Wow. Okay, I see. What rather you mean. than I, did you ever think about that? No, I hadn't even. Yeah. I never thought about it before you brought it up to me this morning. Yeah. And then I w- like after that, I was like, yeah, Oh my gosh, yeah. Whenever I'm like the crazy. girls, what do you have? Like, and they're like, Oh, I have this watch, and I'm like, Oh, yeah. I have an Apple watch. And then the girls will exactly. you know do the same, and. If anyone else, even this weekend, I remember uh, encountering one of my friends and I was like, oh, what is that, an Apple Watch? Mm -hmm. She was like, no, it's not an Apple Watch. It's a a Fitbit, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, so, and now that you're bringing it up. So people are referencing Apple, like Mm -hmm. Apple AirPods. Yeah. Or the Apple Pencil or, you know what I mean? So all the products are transitioning to having the word Apple instead of I, which is pretty cool. (laughs) I don't think that I ever do that with the iPhone just because it's like so huge. But Mm -hmm. all the newest products are now being called Apple something, Apple something. So that's cool to see how that goes. What's the other one? Apple TV. Yeah. Apple TV. A lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and by comparison, like Amazon, they don't have it. They have it. Their what is their Alexa, their um, home help device, mm-hmm. the Echo. They're not. They don't even go by Amazon assistance. See your Alexa just woke yeah, up. Yeah, right my now. Alexa just woke <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So even Google's doing the same thing. Like Google, are they doing it Google too? Home, Google Nest, all that stuff. They're starting to use Google as their. Oh, so these companies are starting to. They're make starting sure to, to get do their the name same thing. Like yes, yeah. it's great marketing because it is. It really it's is. basically putting the name of the company every product. We should do that. King of Cracks 
the king spinal, adjustment. The king Y strap. The king Y strap. The king's Y strap. The king podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Awesome. The Good king's stuff. ankle adjustment. Yeah, but that, that would be cool. I really got to, I got to, I want to buy this book and, and really get into it and see kind yeah. of what. I'll give you my copy. Trust. Yeah, let me it's let me read. Really, that. really good read. And then maybe we can discuss it on another thing. But I'm really interested to see um, over the next decade or so mm-hmm. um, what comes up. What comes up? I yeah. know. Honestly, yeah. investment wise, you just have to see like who's doing what right now and yeah, what the who big is companies. Yeah. yeah, the big companies yeah. and who's working with who and what's going. I on. I mean, it's crazy to think that like Microsoft is not one of those or. Yeah. Um, but know, my, what are the other big? Fortune 500 companies. Huge, huge names. Yeah. Um, like you said, like Microsoft, Samsung, they're all pretty yeah, much technology they're all up companies. There, right? yeah. yeah, technology companies. Technology is always changing. It's it's vast as well. It's, yeah, it, it's it's something that's going to always continue to grow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel... Um, like the investment in technology is always a good thing. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Always it's an, always a smart choice. I think it's always a smart choice. Yeah, it, I agree sure. completely. Yeah. So there's been a very interesting topic <laughs> of conversation in a lot of people's uh, <laughs> homes about yeah. the concern with gas shortages in the East Coast. Yeah, the East Coast <laughs> has been feeling it lately. <laughs> so there's been a lot of people who are in a panic because mm-hmm. there was a ransomware attack you know what that means? A ransomware attack? Yeah. No. What like is that? a viral attack on oh. the colonial pipeline. So it yes. got shut down mm-hmm. and there was a shortage of fuel mm-hmm. in the fuel markets mm-hmm. supplying the East Coast. Okay. So obviously with a shortage comes panic. Mm-hmm. People started, you know, going to the gas stations. Mm-hmm. And trying to get as much gas as they can. This is the toilet paper thing again. <laughs> Basically the toilet paper thing again. And the Clorox wipe thing again. So what started happening was people were going to the gas station and filling up anything they could with gasoline. I saw people using containers. I saw people using Tupperware. <laughs> I saw people, some guy putting gasoline in like trash bags. Really? And Isn't it illegal to yes. fill a I don't container know. that is not a gasoline container? I'm with assuming gasoline? it's illegal in the East Coast just like it is in California. You yeah. have to have a gasoline container with yeah. a seal, right? Yes, exactly. Because the problem that happens is even though it's in a container or mm-hmm. it's sealed, the gas is still emitting toxic fumes, toxic fumes into mm-hmm. the vehicle. So yeah. just by turning on your radio is dangerous yes. in that situation. Exactly. Let alone light a cigarette or something like that. Yeah. So these people are filling up their cars with gasoline and their cars are catching fire on the way home. Oh, and, because this, and, and this is why they say turn off your ignition exactly. when you go to the gas station because fueling. of the fumes. Or if there's an earthquake, yeah. turn off the gas to your home because of situations like this. Exactly. Because a pipeline could burst and emit... <laughs> gas into the air so these people are in a complete panic mm-hmm. and i guess they declared a state of emergency so people are doing their best to get gasoline <laughs> at any, cost. any means right and what the the obviously what the uh fuel companies are doing mm-hmm. or the gas station owners are doing is hiking the price up to like seven to ten bucks a gallon that is crazy and i saw one gas station put a a note on their pump that said five dollar maximum of gas per person 
five dollar max yeah like what where is that gonna take you well down the street and back <laughs> not even you better you better get yourself a bicycle you better invest in right? your bike. you better get off some rollerblades because <laughs> you're asking you ain't driving nowhere with five dollars oh my gas. gosh but, that's crazy I, I mean the gas prices have been rising here a little bit too yeah and yeah. i also know there's a shortage of drivers because yeah. um throughout the pandemic for sure a lot for of sure. drivers were let go from their positions um yeah so they're, in the meantime, while they're trying to hire them, um, you know, the prices are going to go up as well. Yep. Um, so. <laughs> That's hilarious, isn't it? Isn't that crazy? Doctor, if I ever call off, I'm going to just be like, if I ever call off because I have no gas, I, I'm going to like be like, call me over. Listen, it, thank God. Thank luckily, not to say thank God, but luckily on the West Coast, we're fine. Yeah, we I mean, are. we're getting gas like yeah. normal. I know. The prices are crazy right now anyways. Really? But, they are. Um, we're getting gas at a regular rate. But, you know, God bless the people on the East Coast who are hopefully getting a little bit better at this yeah, point. But so that was <laughs> amazing. It was I shut mean, down for like a week, right? You guys got to see these pictures. We'll post some of these pictures on our uh, social oh, media later on so you guys can check them out. Or we'll just post them here on the podcast. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, trash bags full of gas in a trunk but how do you get it back into the car like what are you gonna do um, i'm sure they're gonna put it into some type of container and then funnel it or but i mean like just the complication have you ever tried to put a liquid from a bag like a very loose bag like that trash bag that they had it in well i'm sure a though, container? yeah you just lift it cut the corner let it pour into the container it's not oh, very hard to do yeah it's, e it's easy to <laughs> transport into container and then you know you do the method where you put like a if funnel. you don't have a pump you just put like a hose and kind of suck up until the gas comes and Ugh. it starts draining through but you get some in your mouth a little bit yeah but, that's kind of gross <laughs> i mean you got to do what you got to do to get the gas in the car you got to right? get but, to work right yeah so <laughs> but that is just crazy that they're putting them in plastic bags i know that's insane i, I couldn't imagine the smell coming out of your car mm. for days after doing mm -hmm. that so mm -hmm. god bless you guys for hope, hope it hope it turns out hopefully everything's better. getting better i hope our gas prices start going down too because <laughs> i went to the costco line the other day and i turned right back around and i was no, like it's crazy let me go to shell yeah, because crazy. i am not gonna waste 30 minutes of my life i'd rather it's pay crazy. an extra five dollars you know what's you know what's <laughs> funny though like it's it's the same as it was two years ago yeah but we just got so used to panic buying no covid and oh. like everyone was at home that like it was so chill to just go get gas and come mm -hmm. to work. Mm -hmm. And the gas stations had no choice but to make the prices affordable because people weren't driving. So I know now it's just traffic picking again, up and everything's picking up again. Everything's opening again. People are going yeah, out. Summer's yeah, coming. Yeah. People want to travel. I yeah. hear that this is going to be one of the most traveled summers oh, in it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. long time history. If you've looked up, if you tried to buy a flight anywhere, it's, it's insanely insane. expensive. And in June, they're releasing all the mask stuff so Ooh. it's gonna be interesting to see what's going on with that it, it is gonna be interesting like we talk about covid a lot i feel like i mean it's at the forefront like of our life right now yeah yeah it's making a lot of the decisions for us whether we it's like crazy. it or not have you heard of people catching coat like it, i saw a few stories about people catching mm -hmm. covid after getting vaccinated yes actually um, my dad just told me that one of my uncles in canada caught covid after wow. getting vaccinated too so i mean it, for the vaccine i don't think is fully preventable it's never yeah. no vaccine is ever going to be 100 percent. so i saw that bill maher actually he had to cancel his show because yeah. he caught covid he did and he was fully vaccinated yeah and i was also hearing that he had had a a long streak since 1993 of mm -hmm. never missing a show. That's crazy. <laughs> but he also did say he was feeling fine. That's funny. <laughs> so I also saw 
um, some Yankee players tested positive for COVID Ooh, after being vaccinated. I saw a headline about that too. What What's the deets on that? They just caught COVID. I'm over here trying to. Yeah. So <laughs> it's saying here that they released a statement saying no vaccine works 100% of the time. Obviously, we know that, mm-hmm. right? Any mm-hmm. vaccine you get doesn't yeah. work 100% of the time. What the vaccine is designed to do is just to, I guess, lessen the symptoms if you were to catch it, right? Exactly. So that's Mm -hmm. the goal. Mm -hmm. So that's the goal of that. They're saying the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are about 95% effective. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure where they got these Mm -hmm. uh, statistics, but I'm just reading what I saw off that. Um, This was an ABC7, I think, Facebook post or uh, ABC7.com. Okay. Um, They're saying the Johnson & Johnson is 72% effective. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes vaccinated people can get infection and get sick. Yeah, that's very so, true. I mean, if you think about it, it's like the flu, like the flu shot itself. Of course. Personally, myself, when I do get the flu shot, I, I could still end up getting the flu. Sometimes yeah. I do, sometimes I don't. Yeah. But it definitely lessens the symptoms. Yeah, I think it will, it will definitely lessen mm-hmm. the symptoms. I feel mm-hmm. like um, because the numbers are going down in mm-hmm. California, more and more people are getting vaccinated. Yeah. So it's really protecting the people who haven't gotten vaccinated or are nervous to get vaccinated. I mean, it's every it should be your choice to yeah, get it. It should be. Um, and they're now saying that people, we talked about this earlier, if you've been vaccinated, you don't really have to wear a mask anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think people should take precaution and just Absolutely. kind of protect the people who haven't gotten vaccinated yet. Yeah. But I would love to get back to not having to wear a mask or worry about it. But um, if it means that, we're still protecting the people who haven't gotten it or aren't healthy enough to get it. Then it's by all no means, issue for us. It's no all. issue. Yeah. If we had to continue wearing it, it's no problem. I would love to get to that point, but um, I guess we're kind of in, in the middle on this topic. Would you say? Yeah, I would say um, yeah. even the state of California that they've announced in comparison to other states that they're just going to wait until the June 15th date yeah. to fully, to um, fully do to it, fully yeah. um, remove the masks as well. Yeah. Um, which, Again, at the end of the day, I'm okay with, and I'm yeah. I personally am going to continue wearing a mask. Yeah, I mean it's your own choice. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last podcast. I think yeah. it's your own choice if you feel comfortable wearing a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. That's I cool. just feel like we can finally get to the point where everyone could just leave everyone alone. Yeah, right. Just let mm-hmm. the people who want to wear a mask wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. You're wearing Nobody a mask, has to harass any. Exactly. I've seen some videos of like a minister going mm-hmm. around to like supermarkets with like. affidavit or like a Mm -hmm. you know court ordered printed yeah printed i don't know what what he's giving them but stating that he's they're they're going against people's civil rights to wear or not wear a mask and they have to fully remove their signs of making somebody wear a mask but it's like listen i understand you're trying to protect the people and i don't know if he's doing this for like legitimate reasons or just for TikTok? Yeah. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't really know if he's really a minister or not, but he's like talking to the manager, demanding to speak with the CEO, mm-hmm. serving them with papers, mm-hmm. which I don't think are court-ordered papers. I don't think so, no. Um, <laughs> <think> and <laughs> the managers are just like, who is this guy? Like, is this serious or not? They don't really know, yeah, right? Yeah, they're just trying to do their job they're like the rest of us. Jobs. I mean, every business has the right to refuse service to anyone, just exactly. like there's a dress code for wearing a shirt to go into a supermarket. Yeah. They can re- 
require you to wear a mask if they want to. (laughs) And it's up to you to follow those rules or not. If you don't follow the rules, go to another supermarket. It's not a big deal. Exactly. But I don't know how real that is. And I'm very curious to see if that would hold up in court. And I really don't think it would hold up in court. I don't think so either, honestly. Um, I mean, even the state... (laughs) It's really funny. Even the state says after the mandate uh, of June 15th that you still have to respect the person, the businesses on whether they require you to wear a mask or not. I know I I I was reading somewhere like as a medical office, we can still require patients to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're real close encounters with people. Yeah, we are. I used to feel uncomfortable sometimes before COVID. Mm -hmm. If a patient came in like, hey, I'm not feeling too well, I would feel uncomfortable because I don't Mm -hmm. want to get sick. I don't want to get our staff sick. Mm -hmm. And then I don't want the other 30 people that come into the office to get sick too. So so wearing masks is not a bad idea in a doctor's office setting. Mm -mm. And... Honestly, I, I feel like it should be the standard in a medical community. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. Honestly, I don't mind it. I don't Same. mind it at all. I really feel more comfortable. I'm able to do my job a little bit more safer mm-hmm. and more effective because I'm not so worried about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to go home. I mean, when COVID first started, it was miserable. I had, to, I would go home with such guilt. Yeah. Right. That you would just feel like a walking germ. I would feel like <laughs> because we were essential workers. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't. Like, I felt like patients needed us. Yeah. So we're essentially, like we talked about before, an urgent care type of office. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And when we shut down, it affected a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like some people, you know, who couldn't work out anymore, who were in pain, couldn't come in and get services. They'd have to go to urgent care, get some medication that wasn't helping. Mm -hmm. So we took a three-week hiatus and we came back. Mm -hmm. And before and after that, time off, I would go home with such guilt mm-hmm. that I was putting my family in potential danger Yes, because of, you know, people catching it and how frightened people were. I mean, I was frightened as well. I mean, yeah. I, we didn't really have much information on mm-hmm. the vac- the the COVID or the vaccine when it was going to come out. Mm-hmm. I saw people like some of my high school, one of my high school friends passed away from COVID symptoms. Yeah. So it was a very scary time. Like I yeah. would go home, take my clothes off in the garage, put mm-hmm. them in a bag, go upstairs, immediately take a shower and then wear a mask yeah. with my family. Yeah. You know, exactly. that's, that's how scared I was when it first started. Yeah. And it's, and from a medical stand, medical office standpoint, it's, it's, it's crazy in the sense that we're seeing people and who are complete strangers to us. We don't know they themselves may not even know if they have COVID. We would get random calls um, from sometimes a patient that was like, hey, I'm scheduled tomorrow, but I'm feeling really sick. I'm having COVID symptoms. I'm going to be tested, Mm -hmm. this and that. And then maybe like three days later, they they would give us a call and say, yeah, it turns out I have COVID. So, you know, good thing I canceled. Good thing they didn't come in. Also, on top of that, we also had, I don't even know if we may have had asymptomatic people who came through who didn't here, even who know. we were exposed yeah, to, who they didn't, themselves didn't know, we don't know. But it's because just, of our mm-hmm. safe practices absolutely, and wearing masks and sanitize, sanitizing everything and just being cleanly, we make every patient, you know, get a pump of sanitizer. Mm-hmm. It's readily available for them. Mm-hmm. You know, luckily we were able to avoid any disasters from happening. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. You know, the, these these rules that they're putting into effect, I know a lot of people don't believe in them and mm-hmm. they don't trust the CDC and they don't trust all the big names like Dr. Fauci and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, advising them, but really just make an educated decision for yeah. your own self and your own family. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, that's pretty much all we can ask from people. Exactly. Just respect the rules of all the businesses. I think exactly. that's that's the best thing we could do. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, follow their rules, go about your day, and yeah. don't make a deal, big deal We just it. want to get back to normal life. So. <laughs> I know. We, I, want, I don't want to wear a mask We want to travel. <laughs> we want to travel. We want to get out again. We want to do things. I just want to sip on my margaritas on the beach. Right? <laughs> Have you heard, Eileen, that the airlines are now speaking about travel? Uh-huh. Um, starting to weigh people like w- get their weight get their weight as a part of the f- like getting onto a flight no <laughs> isn't that stop crazy stop it so yeah so the, there's been news about the faa wait what's the airline doing this huh i have to know what's which the airline airli- which airline i, think <laughs> I want to know what airlines so are it's doing the this. faa so it's oh. all it's affecting all airlines right oh okay so airlines could soon start weighing passengers before flights really so it says here, basically, this is from Fox LA. I think this is an Instagram post from Fox LA. Okay. Airline passengers may be required to step on a scale at the airport or share how much they weigh before boarding a flight. Okay. What do you think about this? Um, that was their that was their thing. But what do you think about it? I mean, no one's ever had to be weighed before. Yeah. So in reality, you don't know how much weight you're actually carrying on a plane unless if they weigh the plane but before and after. Like what are they trying to save on, on fuel or fuel costs? What? Well, like, I heard I heard they want the planes to be more balanced. That's I guess. A lie. <laughs> but what are they saving on fuel or what what's what's their what's their understand. what's their like what's, what's the, the gimmick? What's the gimmick? Yeah, what's their like Are they are they trying to charge more for overweight people? Because I, I like I know some overweight people, to be courteous, purchase two seats right next to each other. Some of them, are, re- I think, are required to purchase two seats. Are they not? Or do they do it for I, their I, own comfortable? I, I think they do it for their own comfort okay, and their own comfort. so that they don't make anyone else feel uncomfortable sure, as well. Sure. Which is, you know, honestly very, yeah. very courteous. Um, yeah. But, I mean, to that sense, I don't know if they're going to start putting, like, price limits on certain age, ra- I mean, um, yeah. age ranges, weight ranges. Weight ranges, yeah. That, so that may be a possibility. I think it opens up a, a big can of worms because yeah, there's – what, what are the limits? What are the limits? On um, for r- flying on a plane? I, I yeah. Mean, what become if, – if they allow us to be weighed and things mm-hmm. to be determined based off of weight, what are the limits? Are Just like they charge for a bag being over 50 pounds, Maybe. are they going to charge you for being over a certain – Weight overweight by a certain amount of weight. Oh no, that's an yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. That. Like that's very um, that's not cool. I rather sense. them sell less plane tickets mm-hmm. than have to have somebody mm-hmm. stand in an airport, be weighed in front of a lot, be weighed of people. in front of a lot of people, and embarrassed to all hell. That's just not cool. Yeah, and don't then, do that to people. And then be told in front of a lot of people you, you have, have to, to pay, pay more there because has to, you weigh more. There has to be a, a way to do this before they get to the airport. Mm-hmm. Like That's while true. you check in online, put yeah. your weight in if they're going to do this yeah. or go off of the ID. I just really hope they don't. I, I, I hope really hope they I hope don't. This isn't no, their I, I really hope this is not their motivation because this, this would be... That's, Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. That would not be cool. That, I would yeah. not. I mean, that would. Not I be wouldn't. Cool. It would honestly deter like a lot of people from traveling, yeah. and you don't want to deter people from. No, traveling. you don't want to deter that's, people from that's, traveling. You want to know how they say like it, some things are like racist, ageist, whatever. This is going to yeah. be weightist. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we get honestly, discriminating against. Honestly, those we, who are we get some patients coming into the office who mm-hmm. kindly ask, "Hey, can you please not weigh me?" Yeah, and we do our best. Okay, can you just give us an estimation? Mm-hmm. We don't have to weigh you. It's and fine. at the end of the day, if you don't want to give us a weight, great. If you That's don't, fine. yeah. I mean, I don't want to embarrass people. No. We don't want them to feel embarrassed. Some mm-hmm. people are on a weight loss program and they don't want to 
reveal their weight until mm-hmm. they get to a certain point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of patients like that. So yeah. I would hate for somebody to feel embarrassed or discriminated yeah. against because of their weight in a flight. That's, yeah. not, that's something uh, you never would think, oh, I'm going to be weighed at an airport. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Even in the office here, like when the girls, I know I've seen them, I, I see them when they're doing it. They don't yeah. even reveal the weight to the patient in front of them. They yeah, wait yeah. to bring them back to a room exactly. and they're just like, okay, like yeah, so I, I, we weigh them. Patients sometimes don't even look. We just mm-hmm. write it down on the paper and they just go about their business. Exactly. They don't even look if mm-hmm. they don't want to. Somebody just don't even realize, yeah, honestly. It, it's, it's a very private thing and mm-hmm. nobody... It's nobody's you know, business. Nobody's business how much you weigh. It's just from a medical standpoint, mm-hmm. I like to take weight so I can advise on health if I need to mm-hmm. and you know, refer a patient to their medical doctor if we need to based exactly. off of some certain health conditions and things it, like that. But I don't think it should be incorporated into no. the f- traveling Honestly, system. it's baffling. Like we've been doing, I mean, how many in, years? My, in my eyes, we, I'm like, yeah. how long have we been flying years. without taking weight? Years. Like I said, uh, like unless if, I, and I'm not sure if they may weigh the plane before or after. Then, then you'll find out. You know, like yeah. what what what's what's, what's the change? What changed? What, what's necessary for it now? At the what, end of the what day, what changed all of a sudden that you want to weigh people? Exactly. Um, and I do know that some there also was some talk about airlines cramming seats in the back oh, as Jesus. well. You know, like obviously it's how like much first more can they? Cr- and, they're worried about weight. They're going to cram more people into the back of the plane. Take some <laughs> seats out. Honestly, like, make give it more room. room. Add some more planes and take mm-hmm. out some seats like right you know what i mean yeah if you're gonna cut costs that's where it has to be it has to be make people more comfortable we pay a lot of money to fly yes we do i understand it costs you a lot of money to, to prep the plane and pay all your employees and things like that but just think about how many people are going through these planes yeah and i'm like it adds up you know yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. so get your shit together faa and mm-hmm. the planes so speaking of organizing government organizations, uh-huh. <laughs> I um, heard a story about the DMV here in California. All right. So two locations um, here in Southern California, one of them Torrance and one of them Lincoln Park. So okay. turns out there's been this years long um, scheme that's been going on with at least five employees mm-hmm. for the, at least. Um, and these five employees have been taking thousands of dollars in bribes weekly to pass people who are coming in for their driver's test. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, no, that is. <laughs> I do not want someone that does not know how to drive out in the road driving behind me. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. It's just. <laughs> Freaking crazy to think about. Oh, imagine like, like okay, imagine but that's going been going on for years. It's been going on for years. Just because they, were, they caught, they, they were I, finally caught. Yeah, but I mean, I remember when I was sixteen years old trying to get my permit, and mm-hmm. my license. Like, it wasn't the most official. <laughs> like, getting your like out your driving hours. Yeah. And all, it wasn't the most like. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously. Official thing at the time, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but I mean, getting your license. Like they, these, like taking some, the actual test. No, like, sometimes, they even reported that some people didn't even take the test. And just because they were paid off, they would just give just them a give license. Just give them the license? Oh, I'm man. like, that's crazy. So aside from that. Didn't they raise the age? Sorry to interrupt you. Didn't they raise the age of when you can get your license? Is it still 16? I think. Or is it 18 is it? now? No, I think it's still 16. 16? You can get your permit and then, you know, do like. Oh, like the, the, like six months to a year yeah. with no passengers and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, mm-hmm. right. yeah, and it's crazy. But I'm just like, how is this? How it's insane. <laughs> I can't even come up with the words to how say much what money? I, I want to know how much money uh, yeah. they made. That. Sometimes they were making. Um, I think I read in an article that they were making up to like fifty thousand dollars a week. Wow. I was like, and then the wow. whole operation behind it. It was essentially <laughs> like so. 
let's say it was prearranged before you would show up to the DMV yeah. and you would know which person to go to because they would be wearing something specific. Like it let's say like up. a, like a green shirt with like a stripe on the right side or something, something that identifies that person, yeah. which would tell you the person who's bribing, go to that person, go to that person because they, and they're expecting you, you know, Interesting. I'm like, that's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I would love to meet one of those people. <laughs> like, honestly, it was like a whole ring, a whole circle of people doing. There was like yeah. a little network. Do like, you, no. Did you did you pass on your first attempt? I did. Yeah, yeah I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Do you remember like the whole? I did. I do. Which I, DMV did you go Pasadena, to? I did Pasadena. Pasadena. Too. <laughs> I did. Yeah, the Pasadena one. They take you like the, the little. They take you onto like Colorado. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. you turn into like this little neighborhood where they make you do a little parallel park. Yeah, and then you go backwards. And then you go backwards <laughs> and go back in. It's like right behind the DMV, it was, right? It was a joke i mean um, if you don't pass that i mean i honestly, mean maybe the written part i can see people failing but if you don't pass the driving one like you shouldn't be I'm, driving you know some people don't i know a lot of people don't <laughs> sorry if you didn't and i insulted you but you should but it's kind of easy i mean it's, it's a you very know, simple you know process. what it is for some people it's probably yeah. the parallel parking honestly i think it's it's the vehicle that they go in that too some yes. people have to what take their take? like i took my dad's like honda civic like 1989 Honda Civic. <laughs> so it was like one of those like little cars that I yeah. could like just zip. I took my mom's through. Toyota Sienna. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's like a simple, easy car to park, no, right? I took a van. Oh, it's a van, like a big old van. Dang. That's what I learned in. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take another car that I don't know how to drive. That's true. So I'm like, That's I'd rather true. take something I feel comfortable in. That's what I, I learned. I know in, Diane so. took her dad's Chevy, like <laughs> <laughs> her dad's Chevy Silverado, fucking, oh my gosh, like see? huge ass truck. Was she comfortable in it? I, she passed. I'm pretty sure because that's the car she learned in but like if you give her like a smaller honda civic it's going to be much easier for her to pass the test to maneuver i mean yeah. I, I mean i drive a honda i mean trying to trying to parallel park a a, a 15 foot truck is not easy i used to drive ambulances so yeah well that's after you got your license but as a 16 yeah, year old uh, yeah but, that's true i mean yeah i guess i guess yeah i guess, I guess it just it's depends. just uncircumstantial yeah. but yeah, it just depends but i mean i can see where I mean, I have friends who still don't know how to parallel park. They know who they are. Well, a lot of cars do it for you. I just found out my uh, M4 par- parks itself, so I'm still. Uh, I'm I know. I've for been that. telling you to like just do it because I want to see it happen. I want to see it do its own. Where little do thing. you even parallel park anymore? Like, where do you even like? Unless you live in the city, little, we got to pull into that little neighborhood. I mean, in unless <laughs> unless you live in the city or like a, a street or like an apartment complex mm-hmm. where you need to park on the street. Like, yeah, where true. else do you parallel park? I mean, I don't. I honestly haven't parallel parked. Honestly, Honestly, I do know where you would parallel park, like Where? in this, in like the little neighborhoods of LA, because parking yeah, that's there what I'm is saying. in the city, yeah, yeah in the yeah, city yeah. or like an apartment. Com- I know a lot of people who live in apartment complexes mm-hmm. where, when you go visit them, you have to park on the street because there's no like visitor parking and stuff like that. I know, right? Yeah, that, that's crazy. <laughs> For real. So, oh, speaking of LA, doctor. Um, so I went to a Dodger game this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, on Sunday, they lost, unfortunately. Oh boy. I know, but. I went. Got, hold on, hold on. They got Albert Pujols this week. I'm Wait, excited what? about that. Albert Pujols <laughs> is now an LA Dodger. He How is. did you go to the game? You don't know Albert Pujols is a Dodger. <laughs> I now. haven't done my research, but I just Albert Pujols, future Hall of Famer, is How now. How you gonna throw LA that Dodger. curveball at me like sorry, that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I was at the game this weekend, uh-huh. this Sunday, 
And I actually sat in the vaccinated section. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, not cool. No? I mean, I thought it was cool. But then like being there, I was like, this this is not it. This you felt weird, not right? Not it for me. No, right? no, no. I felt exceptionally weird. You had the Jimmy complex? <laughs> yeah, I had the Dr. Jimmy Sage <laughs> complex. I was like, oh my gosh. So I went with my cousin, right? Uh -huh. And on the ticket, when you purchase it, they say, make sure to bring your COVID card. Make sure to bring your ID because they have to match the card and the ID. Okay. So the whole process, we're like, you know, walk walking around and then we're getting we, we have to go through like three check-ins mm -hmm. and then um i have my stuff ready i have my card and my id and i'm like okay and they're just like strapping me with like a, a wristband they're like okay you're in the <laughs> like you're going section. to the club and yeah like i'm going to the club they're like x and no, i'm just kidding but um they're like okay where's your ticket let's scan it okay you're in and then i'm like okay we're in the stadium like yeah. nobody's checked our id or our card yeah so no one has checked our id or yeah. card and i'm like gracie we're like good to go yeah and then she's like we're already here like and then they're telling us you guys can travel anywhere in the stadium you want da, 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 da. like you guys can go everywhere because of some new thing that they have where anyone can travel like to all levels which i'm sure you and you were able yeah, to before yeah yeah but they're like now you guys can really go into like this check out our new pavilion and this yeah. and that and we're like okay um i thought there were gonna be restrictions but yeah um, but what's what's the point of buying a covid test if you could just go anywhere you want in the stadium no no, no not a covid test a covid um no the, i ticket. mean the covid ticket yeah What's the point? Um, because it was in a certain section, and it was like a discounted ticket. So <laughs> it doesn't of make paying, sense that you could still travel no, anywhere and then in the on, on top of that, you yeah. could also buy um, as many tickets as you want. So you don't uh -huh. have to buy four tickets because if you buy a regular ticket, you either buy um, you have to buy a little pod. So in that pod is like four tickets. I see. So but you're, you're isolated distance. during the game. Basically. Yeah, you're isolated okay. during the game versus a uh, COVID. Yeah. Versus a vaccine. What is it? What am I? What am I saying? Unvaccinated. An, an, an unvaccinated uh, <laughs> ticket. A vaccinated ticket. Yeah. Um. You're not. You're actually not spaced out. And then when I found out where my seat was and that we were going to be packed in there like sardines, yeah. I was like, hell no. I mean, hell no. I was panicking. <laughs> what? I just don't understand what the point of of them doing that if you're still allowed mm -hmm. to travel around anywhere in the state. They should have an allotted mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. For the vaccinated people, if yes. you're buying a vaccinated ticket, like what's the point? Yeah, this makes is. absolutely no sense. It is. It, and it made absolutely no sense yeah. to me because, again, in that section you're in, there's no seats in between you or anybody else. So, you're so they just think everyone who's vaccinated is perfectly fine. Yeah, they just and, I'm, <laughs> and I was sitting there with my mask on and I was like, I really want to go. Yeah, I don't you're wearing a mask. Anymore. That's the best part. Yeah, I'm sitting there with my mask. And, oh, and then they tell you you have to wear a mask. All the time too. But I'm just like, I don't want to be here anymore. And Talk you know about what? Being I screwed myself over because I ended up buying more tickets for another day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's before I went to the game. Talk about being uncomfortable. <sighs> My yeah. goodness, L.A., get your shit together. Speaking of L.A., have mm -hmm. you heard, not to bring up this again, but mm -hmm. L.A. Unified School District <laughs> is going to get themselves in a lot of trouble What's going with on? the people because they're trying to launch an effort to immunize 300,000 students at 250 campuses. 300,000 students at 250 campuses? From the ages of 12 to 15 years old. It, like a requirement? Or are they... They're trying to push it on kids, basically. Children? Children. 12 to 15. Get out of here. No, no, no. Um, Wait, is this... Wait. Before the end of the school year. This school year? I'm assuming this school year. Wait, how is that even possible? Because don't you need a parent's permission? I think they're just saying, hey, parents, we're going to have... An immunization site on campus. Do you want your child to get vaccinated? Yes or no? 
Yes or no. Oh my God. Just I think... make it they're just trying to make it easy easy for the parents to say Yes. Yeah, instead of having to schedule and take your kid to the Pomona Fairplex and it's just oh. go to school, get your vaccination, go home. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. I don't think that's cool. I don't think, I don't think you no. know what? No, I thought they were, I, like, no. I understood that they were just don't, vaccinating don't, don't students. Don't put my kid under that pressure. Honestly, I don't, I think it's pretty cool. I, I, I don't want my kid to be No, no, no. Uh, again, at the end that. of the day, it's going to be the parent's choice yeah. that they're just making it easier if you're going to vaccinate I, your child. I will get vaccinated. I don't want my child getting vaccinated. I wouldn't want, I don't want my siblings vaccinated either. I'm yeah. just like, wait it up. I don't even want them in school, to be honest. Because, <laughs> yes, they could be carriers. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But they're children. Mm-hmm. But then Vaccines again, have a huge impact on little bodies. I don't. I mean, we could go both ways. Yeah. It, just like you know, Stella getting vaccinated as a baby. Mm-hmm. We vaccinated her as a child, mm-hmm. or as an as a tod- infant to toddler. Mm-hmm. She's been vaccinated, fully vaccinated. Yeah. I just don't know how I feel about you know them mm-hmm. basically. Almost forcing it on yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. I think I think they're more so coming from the standpoint of let's just make it easier for the parents. Make, yeah, make it, it easier for the, the parents. Parent, should the parent's intention be yeah. to vaccinate their And child? a lot of people don't have the resources to find a testing location or yeah, get some scheduled. Yeah, don't have internet. Some, so they're making it easier for them to do uh-huh. that. That's mm-hmm. okay. If mm-hmm. people feel comfortable getting their child vaccinated. Yeah. Again, personal choice. And again, I, I came off a little bit strong saying I don't want my child to get vaccinated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that do and we have to respect the people that do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of, I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah. Like, again, I see it as well. Yeah. But then again, there's an argument like, why would you vaccinate yourself but not your child? There is a big argument. Why there would is. you vaccinate yourself? Yeah, and because not your child? Some, someone can counter and say that. Too. Yeah, you could. Why would yeah. you vaccinate yourself and not your kid? If well, you believe in it, so when much. the first when the first Corona first came out, mm-hmm. God, why do we talk about Corona so much? I hate it. Cor- it when fir- Corona first came out, they were saying kids can't catch it, right? Mm-hmm. But they can be carriers. Mm-hmm. So if all of us adults do our part mm-hmm. and we kind of eliminate the coronavirus, we are mm-hmm. protecting our children in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a more natural way to do it. Mm-hmm. Immunity, herd immunity is what we should be doing to protect our children. I don't think our children need to get vaccinated exactly. per se. But again, mm-hmm. if you believe in getting your child vaccinated and you have or haven't already. Um, Power you know, to you. God bless you in making a conscious decision that's best for your family and mm-hmm. good for you for sticking to it. And, and your decision. And your decision. So, yeah. I'm doing so. Good stuff. Yo, doctor. So, have you been scrolling through TikTok and seeing the comments like on certain posts, like free the men and his brothers, this and that, give him a chance? Da, da, da. No. No. Is that something that's coming up? Now? Yeah, it's something wow. that's going on right now um, throughout social media, specifically TikTok. Like the Menendez brothers who killed their parents. Yes, the Menen- those Menendez brothers. Okay. So, essentially, what these people are doing is claiming that they kind of get a chance at another trial. Because they're claiming wow. that there has been some new evidence of the same case okay. brought up and they should really, they're, they're kind of painting them more so in the light of victims, which, okay. you know, if you go back and think about it, the Menendez brothers were victims of their par- of their parents' sexual abuse. So they're kind of wow. flipping the view on it and saying that they were... That the reason that they killed their parents was to stop that abuse. Like self-defense. Like a self-defense manner. Wow. So 
I'm not sure if he, how you That's feel about crazy. this. Do you remember this story? I remember the story mm-hmm. vaguely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were we were younger when this came out, right? I actually saw a um, a documentary on this a couple of years ago, on like Netflix or something. Uh, I think it was Netflix. I yeah. think it was their sto- story on Netflix or like one of the major channels. Man, I want to watch that. That's, that's interesting. It's really really that's interesting. interesting. So they have ev- they have like legitimate evidence that they were being sexually abused and they, verbally I- abused by their parents. I'm not sure if they have like legitimate evidence yeah. like that, but um, people on TikTok are just saying that, look, check this evidence out. Da, da, da. Um, and I saw a couple of things, um, but at the end of the day, like is a mur- like if you think about it, is a murder, like it's a murder and an abuse. Yeah. What's worse? What's worse? Like That's you tough. murdered someone because they yeah. were abusing you and the, it brings up the question, did they deserve to die? Yeah. And then is yeah. it in your hands to do that or is it in the courts? Well, hands? it's interest it, it'll be interesting to see how mm-hmm. if there is a retrial, how mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. the lawyers kind of approach it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I would say even even from a standpoint of modern yeah. day, the way even just the way we think now. Yeah. Which is very different than back yeah, then because exactly. when they were they when they were um yeah. being, going through the court and trial sure. case um the prosecutors were saying that they were money hungry and the reason that they killed their parents was because they just to get in their trust fund so i mean just looking back in a whole new generation now thinking and looking back on this case yeah um but still i mean but still put yourself or not i don't want to see anyone in this situation but anyone who's going through this situation Mm -hmm. please reach out to somebody yes and let the authorities take control Mm -hmm. of the situation yeah Murder is never an option. Exactly. And should I think never be. Mm-hmm. Murder should never be an option mm-hmm. to a certain extent. I mean, if you're being physically harmed mm-hmm. and out of self-defense, you need to do what you got to do. I guess that's a different story. Yeah. But I really think if you're a young person mm-hmm. who's going through these times, you really need to reach out to somebody, make somebody aware and let the authorities kind of handle the situation. Absolutely. So there, there's, there's going to be, that's going to be very interesting to see how, this plays out because I do this know it's, it's garnered the attention of the governor here wow. and some state officials here in wow. California as well. It was mm-hmm. a California trial. I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. they were. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. interesting. I would love very, to follow that. Yeah, I got to watch this we documentary. Have to follow this. I'll yeah. send it your way. That'd be cool yeah. to see how, how that plays out. And mm-hmm. I would love to speak to my sister who's an attorney and yeah, see what exactly. she thinks about it and kind of the, the, the play. I would love to see how their attorneys approach mm-hmm. the situation mm-hmm. and how the defense counsel also yeah. pro- approaches that situation because mm-hmm. it'll be very interesting to see what was better, a child being abused or... These same children murdering their the parents. Ch- like same children, yeah, where, those are two where different do you, cases you if you think about it. Yes, yeah. two different cases. But then again, like if it, yeah. if the first one were a case, like the parents aren't here anymore. Yeah, to... but if, if they would have... I, I, I think I heard something that they were so mentally and verbally abused Mm -hmm. and brainwashed that Mm -hmm. they just really didn't know what to do. It's like cornering a dog Mm -hmm. or a cat and and they just lash out. That's basically, I think, what happened to these two brothers. They were kind of conditioned to to think a certain way. Sure. Because in a video I was watching earlier, um, someone was telling a story of how the father would tell them, um, jump in my arms, jump in my arms and I'll catch you, jump yeah. in my arms and I'll catch you. Yeah. And one day for one of the brothers, he said, jump in my arms and he moved away and let, oh. let him fall on the so floor. So there goes a the trust issue. So, yes. So he conditioned him to believe that he, that yeah. he, to trust him. And then he moved away. Took it and, away. 
And he took that away immediately. Yeah. And then the lady was saying that you should never do this to children. Never. It builds that yeah. that antitrust in children where they exactly. can never, ever, even to the sense, go yeah. to the authorities. Yeah. So they must have felt yeah. like in their sense, I they mean, couldn't. It could turn a child into an animal. It could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you corner an animal and you see the result. Exactly. Exactly. But, so I'm very interested yeah. in seeing it's, how this it, plays it'll out. It'll be crazy to see how this plays out. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. That's interesting. Interesting stuff. But absolutely. Um, I hope that they can get to the bottom of this and justice can be served or mm-hmm. unserved, I guess you could say in a way. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, I'm never a fan of the side of murder. Yeah. Yeah. For that type of thing. Absolutely. So transitioning now doctor into a Q&A segment because I know you get a ton of questions I whenever do. you post. I do. I'm excited. <laughs> we haven't done a Q&A in a long time. We haven't. We haven't. So <laughs> I do have a list of a couple of the ones that were submitted on Instagram. Right. Um, and the it. first one, should we throw out names? Uh, no. no? I- okay. Okay. So the first one was, um, can I crack my upper back myself? This is a question I get a lot. Uh-huh. And I always talk about being cautious about cracking your own back. Mm-hmm. Now, the spine is very sensitive. We mm-hmm. have ligaments that surround our spine and muscle tissue that surrounds our spine that essentially supports the spine mm-hmm. and protects the spine. So if you continually stretch those ligaments, eventually they're going to get loose. Mm-hmm. And that's when a lot of patients start to have a lot of spinal issues. Oh, I see, I see. So cracking your own back which is not going to eventually, you know, hurt you or harm you seriously can eventually lead to a lot of problems in the future. So a safer way to do this is by stretching Mm -hmm. or using things like a foam roller. I know I mentioned chirp wheel a lot is a really good one. Mm -hmm. Basically rolling out the muscle tissue and you'll get a lot of release of the back. So that's something I would recommend for Mm -hmm. something like a mid back release. I see. I see. Oh, it's a good answer, doctor. (laughs) Um, and so a follow up one I have is, um, Sorry, where did it go? Do do you adjust every vertebrae in the back and neck when patients come in for an adjustment? It depends on what the patient's coming in for. Uh Um, So the goal of a chiropractor is to assess a patient and Mm -hmm. figure out the areas that are causing spinal disorders or that aren't moving correctly or having issues in that area like a herniated disc or arthritic conditions. Mm -hmm. So when I adjust a patient, I'm targeting those specific areas. Mm -hmm. It may seem like I'm adjusting every vertebrae, but I'm not adjusting every vertebrae. Um, Things like the Y-strap can release tension in all the vertebrae, but it's more of a decompression to the spine rather than um, a specific manipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really just depends on the person, the condition, and what they're coming in to get treated. Mm, I see, I see. Okay. And then um, this actually, this question is actually really good, um, and I'm curious as to the answer for this mm-hmm. as well. So, what goes on in your mind as you're doing your job? So, as you're adjusting someone, what what are you thinking? Please adjust. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm a very confident person. I, I feel uh-huh. like I'm very confident in what I do, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've done my due diligence by figuring out what's wrong with the person. Mm-hmm. So as I'm adjusting, my main goal is to make sure the patient's comfortable, relaxed. And as I adjust them, delivering a successful adjustment and really just, you know, helping them with their condition. I mean, I don't really 
panic in my head or like have any <laughs> like panic when a patient crazy does thoughts or anything like that. I, I know what I'm doing helps them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm just focused on the patient really. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not in my own mind. I'm focused on them. Yeah. You're, focus- you're like, you're kind of like making sure that the patient's receiving I am what they need. Laser focused on the patient. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Laser focused. And, and, and if you're not, and you're thinking about, you know, is this going to work? Am mm-hmm. I doing it correctly? You're not going to be successful in the adjustment. So mm-hmm. um, I kind of have that mama mentality when I'm at work where it's work, 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 laser mm-hmm. focus. And once I leave the door. Is it you time? <laughs> it, it, I reset and go to the next patient and same thing. It sounds good, doctor. Yeah. Um, and then curious, someone curious is it wants to ask, what is the device that you use? Um, when you adjust, when, when you're doing TMJ work. So that device is called an adjuster by mm-hmm. a company named Erconia. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically back in the day, they invented a device that was handheld mm-hmm. called the activator. Um, and there's a lot of activator practitioners that use the device to do adjustments. So it just kind of gives a little click, click, click. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically what the device I use is an electronic version of that. So basically we're able to target areas of the spine or like the jaw mm-hmm. and deliver an electronic low impact thrust to that area to deliver vibration to the joint or to manipulate the joint. Mm-hmm. And I use this a lot, not just on TMJ patients, but patients who can't get manual forceful adjustments, like mm-hmm. a patient who's older patient has osteoporosis, severe herniated discs, or slipped vertebrae, things like that will use that or to increase mobility or range of motion in the neck and patients who have things like ankylosing spondylitis where the spine is now fused mm-hmm. um, or pulse surgery patients. So it's a device I use when I can't deliver mm-hmm. the manual adjustment to get big cracks from a patient. So you would say this is a, a tool you use to give a little more conservative treatment. It's for a more a conservative approach mm-hmm. to the adjustment. Yes. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And then um, another question is, do you do any special adjustments for a woman with fertility issues? Um, I don't like to preach that I do, but mm-hmm. I've had plenty of many of patients where they've come in for treatment with that being kind of the reason for their visit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of information online that says, hey, go try a chiropractor. There might be some nerve related issues, mm-hmm. to, you know, involving fertility. Um, so get adjusted in my help. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of patients come in. I, I remember having a patient who he, her and her husband were trying for like 13 years to have a child Mm -hmm. and she had gotten into a car accident. Um, and we were able to start her on a treatment program Mm -hmm. where she was getting adjusted. Mm -hmm. And one day she came in and she had (laughs) talked to me about her and her husband trying. Mm -hmm. Um, and one day she came in and said, Hey, guess what? (laughs) I remember this patient. I'm pregnant. And I was like, wow, that's great. And I really feel like, you know, the the car accident she was in was unfortunate, but it was a blessing in disguise because it got her to a chiropractor when she probably wouldn't have tried a chiropractor. Without the accident. Without the accident. And I have a lot of patients who come in Mm -hmm. and have trouble. And after we adjust them a few times, they're able to. So I don't like to, again, it's not scientifically proven. I do not like to practice stuff that I can't you know, mm-hmm, give mm-hmm. confidence to sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've had patients who have been successful, mm-hmm. whether it's a coincidence or not, who knows, but mm-hmm. I definitely think it does some good for them. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And then so lastly, um, the golden question, the, the question that we get very, very often, 
you guys are probably going to laugh when I ask it, but is, has anyone ever farted when getting an alignment? I get this question. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever posted something where I don't get a fart question. <laughs> I don't know why people are so fascinated. I by, think it's just like the pressure of you. Are, are you guys, are you guys worried that you're going to fart during an adjustment? I think that's what I people think that's worry why about. People, people are scared of every time like yeah. someone comes in or something yeah. and then we're going to record. They always tell yeah, me like when, always, I, when I go in there to scared. set up, they're like, Oh, you know, I'm so nervous. I hope I don't fart. <laughs> guys, don't worry about farting. That's the last thing we're worried about. Yeah, you guys are a patient so of ours. It's a professional setting. If you mm -hmm. fart, it's who cares? It's funny. <laughs> like, let her rip. That's part of the release of the pressure. Yeah, right? it is. It is. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of patients do. I don't bring it up if it happens. I just kind of. You know, brush it off as hey, if it never happened. I don't want everyone to ever feel embarrassed. So no, that's no, the no. Thing, yeah. How do you like? How do you keep a straight face? Because I know sometimes I've giggled behind my mask, and I'm like, thank goodness for masks. Well, I guess when you're the the doctor and it's your patient, <laughs> it's it, you don't look at it as funny. I don't I don't think of it as funny. Uh -huh. I just it, it, obviously it's funny. Yeah. But it, I don't ever want them to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So in that setting, it's not funny. It's just mm -hmm. part of the procedure. Uh -huh. um, but I don't think people should worry about that. Don't worry no, about farting. No, it's not. It's not. If you have to fart, just fart and let it go <laughs> and just having to hold the fart while getting adjusted is, is not going to let me do my job. So just let it go. <laughs> ask me hey give me a second let me adjust myself mm -hmm. let her rip and then let's get back to it <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in to another great episode mm -hmm. i really loved the conversations we had today again mm -hmm. if there's anything you guys would like to hear us discuss or any topics you'd like to hear us discuss please hit us up on our socials i'm at king of cracks and i'm eileen.bts thank you guys again for tuning in we will see you guys next week and have a blessed week to come. See you guys soon. All right, guys. Thank you for joining. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we got to edit that in. That was a good one. <laughs>